0: So welcome, warrior. You're on your way. I promise to support and guide you on every single episode. Let's begin. Hi, Warriors. How are you? I'm so happy to be chatting with you today for our weekly little chat. If you have not checked out the My Missing Piece membership yet, please do because I am just so excited about it and I know that it will be a great benefit to you and I would love to be there supporting you on your journey. So head to Robinberkin.com if you would like some more support from either A lifestyle perspective or a mindset or a, you know, like you're stressed out of your mind perspective, then I would love to be there to support you, to provide you with some guidance and to be your TTC BFF to help you feel way better on this journey. Let's take you from lonely and overwhelmed to calm and confident and enjoying everything else in life while you're going through a challenging time. But today I want to talk to you about pregnancy envy like how to cope when everyone around you is falling pregnant when they're all dropping like flies it feels like there's something in the water that you're not drinking this is what I want to talk about and I want to share with you some real strategies for coping when all of your friends are falling pregnant and you can feel sometimes like you have nothing in common with them like you're being left behind and it can also feel like you've been a bit ghosted you know once upon a time you were had all this close group and then now all of a sudden here you are like stuck on an island on your own like Tom Hanks from Castaway i remember when i was on my journey attending a baby shower and I was trying to conceive. There were only three of us who weren't pregnant. One girl flat out said to me she wasn't interested in kids. Uh, And if you've listened to my last podcast, you will know that I then bumped into her at eight months pregnant, or I, I didn't bump into her because I freaking ran out the door as soon as I saw that she was eight months pregnant from the supermarket. The other friend was single at the time. She then went on to find a man and have children before me still. That's fine. So I was literally the last man standing. Even my friends who did IVF fell pregnant before me. They fell pregnant on their first cycles. Literally about four friends. I knew about four people who did IVF and they all fell pregnant before me. So when you feel like the last man standing and You might be feeling left behind. You might be feeling lonely. I get that. Trust me. I truly, truly get that feeling. So let's share some tips and advice for you. I've got eight today. Number one is to recognize that we all have seasons in our lives and we all have our own shit to deal with. And, you know, I say this all the time. I need you to accept that this is part of your lot in life. And just like they will have other things that will happen in their life that will be really challenging and hard for them. This is what's happening in your life. And this is what's really challenging and hard in your life. So you need to really recognize that it's not that, you know, you're the only one that's struggling. They will be struggling if they haven't already with other things in their lives. And the other thing is, trust me from someone who knows, you do not know who will later in their journey have secondary infertility. It feels like when you have primary infertility, like everybody falls pregnant, everybody has kids. And then sometimes, especially if you're someone who's shared your journey, everyone goes to start having their second kids. And all of a sudden you get contacted by all these people who had zero trouble falling pregnant the first time, and now who are absolutely beside themselves because they have done everything they can but cannot fall pregnant a second time. And we're going to do a podcast about secondary infertility. I've seen friends have panic attacks with secondary infertility in the middle of a fertility clinic. I've seen all sorts of stress uh, for women with secondary infertility. Maybe some of it comes from the lack of sleep because they're already dealing with another little person, the lack of time when you have another person. When you have primary infertility, it's a lot easier to support yourself. It's a lot easier to find time to do things like go to acupuncture and things like that. When you have secondary infertility, you can't really because there's someone else and there's only so many babysitting hours That you can like beg, borrow, and steal. And part of it, I think, comes from because a lot of the people with secondary infertility. So I had primary infertility, and then I guess secondary infertility because we still couldn't fall pregnant. But I guess when I look at that, I was prepared for the hardship the first time around. Then I had friends who fell pregnant straight away, or even my friends who fell pregnant on their first IVF cycles crumble to pieces because they weren't expecting, they weren't prepared, they hadn't done the work involved in learning how to manage the hardships of like not falling pregnant, of things not working, of having to undergo multiple retrievals and things like that when we can circle back, everyone has their seasons in life. You never know what somebody else is going to be struggling with in the future. And you never know which friends are later down the track going to be suffering with secondary infertility. And if you're fairly public on your journey, come to you as a mentor for advice and support. Number two is, and I always recommend this, tell people what your expectations are. Be really clear. It's the same as, you know, like when you you expect a certain something from your husband for Christmas and he doesn't get it. Were you super clear in telling your husband what you wanted? So just on the same token, when you have your friends, when you're struggling to conceive, and this is one of the reasons I absolutely recommend being really open and honest about your journey, tell them, what you expect so number two is tell them that you still want to be invited to things even though you may not feel like you're capable of attending at the time because there's nothing worse than finding out that everybody's caught up without you and you got left behind if that's by choice then that's fine Um, but they might be doing it thinking that that's in your best interests but then they don't do that then you get like really put out then they get really put out and that strains the friendship so tell people what you expect tell them that you expect to be invited please invite me to all of the baby showers and events I can't guarantee that I'll be able to make it but I would really love to be included please And be that direct, okay? Even if you're not a direct person, work at it. Come on, you can do it. So number three is on the same vein. And this is something that I find is so, so, so helpful. Just let people know that you would like a courtesy SMS or a courtesy message or DM on Facebook if someone is going to be making an announcement so if someone is going to announce their pregnancy there's nothing worse than everyone going out to a group dinner and then him and her standing up and saying guess what we're pregnant and you're in the middle of a public place feeling like you know your world's about to cave in and you want to burst into tears and having to excuse yourself and go to the bathroom at least if you get advance notice then you can Have a pity party, have a cry, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's totally normal. Like, it's totally normal to feel happy for others but sad for yourself. You can have those dual kind of emotions or that ambivalence. That's okay, Um, but then you have the chance to let that out, and you can also expect that that is what's going to happen at the dinner or that might potentially happen in the future at some kind of event. So that's a really helpful thing to do. So let people know, just so you know, if you were to fall pregnant, something that would be really helpful to me is if you could just let me know when you're about to announce it or before you're about to announce it so that I can cope with that in private rather than feeling ambushed at the time because I really want to be happy for you in the moment and I don't want you to see some of the ugly emotions that can come with infertility. And I will be truly, truly happy for you if you find success. But what would really be helpful for me is if you could give me an advance notice of any announcements that you make just so that I can make sure that I'm bringing my best self to you. So number four is it's really okay to distance yourself from your friends and your family. And I know that it feels like it's not. I know that it feels like when that's happening, you're losing them and you're losing them forever. And then, you know, eventually you're going to lose everyone and then you'll just be like Tom Hanks in Castaway. It's not like that. okay? and I can tell you from experience that sometimes friendships are like boomerangs, We all have, as I said, our seasons, we all have different seasons of life that we're going in and you might come full circle with them. By the time you are 50 years old, if you can maintain those friendships, sometimes at a distance, then you will be in a much similar stage of life. It might not take that long. It might be like six months and you'll be in the same stage of life, but Don't be afraid of just distancing yourself a little bit. Don't be afraid of turning down some invitations but still letting people know that you care about them, sending them a message every now and then, but really protecting your energy. You only have a limited amount of emotional and physical energy. So it's up to you to prioritize and choose where you spend that. And if being around a certain friend is draining your energy, not because of them, but because you're just not in the space at the moment to handle, you know, baby talk and all of that kind of stuff. Protect your energy, distance yourself just a little bit, but feel really calm that true friendships are made to last and true friendships can withstand seasons where you're not as close With each other. And I can say this from experience. My best friends, I completely distanced myself from my best friends because I needed to protect my energy. And those friendships have now come back full circle. Number five, which is a really, really hard one. So I'm going to preface this by saying, even if it really hurts, I need you to still be a good friend. And there's a few things that good friends do, one in particular, Good friends buy or bring food. If all of your friends are falling pregnant, if they're all stuck in the early days of motherhood and things like that, you can really easily, and this comes, I guess, comes back to our previous point as well. You might have quite a distant friendship, but you might pop around when they first have that baby with food. And can I tell you, if you bring food or bring coffee, that repairs everything in a relationship. In any case, like, wouldn't you agree that when you've had an egg retrieval, if someone brought around some food, you would feel so much better. It's the same thing with wherever anyone else is, pregnancy, motherhood, all of those things. It's a great maintainer and repairer of relationships. So be that person who brings some food. And even if you're really hurting inside, Do that to show that you still care about them and that you want to be happy for them, even if you feel really sad for yourself at the same time. And as I've said, that's totally okay to feel that way. Number six, understand, and this is what something that, like I used to repeat over and over to myself that really helped me on my journey. Nobody can wait forever. In all seriousness, there was no guarantees that I was going to fall pregnant ever. Ever. So if everybody waited for me to have their children, which nobody would ever like wait to have children for you, uh, or if they did, they are a special kind of person. But the reality is that if everybody waited, if everyone on the planet waited to have children, the human race could have died out because there was no guarantees that I was going to have children. So I always used to circle back to that. I always used to say that, you know, they can't wait for me because they could be waiting forever. And that mindset was something that really helped me. I wanted everyone to continue the human race uh, and (laughs) not wait for me. So something to just repeat to yourself and like a little mindset to have. We can't expect people to wait for us. They probably wouldn't anyway, um, but they could be waiting a very, very long time uh, if that was to be the case. Number seven. Guys, go out and reclaim your life. What have you been putting on hold for this journey? Stop. Stop putting everything on hold for this journey. There are so many other aspects to your life. There is so much more to you. You have so many more chapters and layers and skills and talents and hobbies and passions that I don't want you to put this all on hold for this journey. What are some of the most happiest memories that you have are they traveling are they you know a particular sport that you just love playing you know what have you sacrificed for this journey don't suck out all of the good things that were keeping you happy and making you feel fulfilled in life just in the pursuit of this one thing that might make you feel fulfilled go back out there and reclaim your life go back out there into society and do things that make you happy because if all you do is suck out all of the fun and all of the passion of your life, all you're left with is this potential shit show. And that's going to make you feel really low. That's going to make you feel even more lonely, even more left behind on your journey. And I talked about friends and I talked about distancing myself from my friends before. I will always remember going to coffee with my friends one day. And I pretty much sat in silence the whole time as they talked about kids stuff. I don't know what they talked about, food and talking and sleep, the things that mothers talk about. And I couldn't contribute anything because I didn't have any kids. I wasn't even pregnant. And they didn't know any better. But that's all they spoke about. And I literally had nothing to contribute to the conversation. I felt unheard. I felt lonely. I felt totally left behind on my journey and I felt like I had nothing else to discuss, nothing else going on in my life that I could have piped up with because there wasn't anything. I had sacrificed everything on my journey for this and it helps you cope when you have other positive things in your life. It helps you cope so much better on your journey. So stop putting everything on hold, putting everything on pause, a one night getaway or a staycation or taking up, you know, hockey again, whatever it is, is not going to completely change the outlook of your fertility. So go out there, start doing things again uh, and stop being such a hermit. Number eight, and I think this is a great one, but I don't see this very often in practice and that is, go out and find some new friends, girl. If all of your friends, like me, sat at coffee, all they're doing is talking about their baby stuff. If every time you go to a barbecue, it's just women running after their little kids and the kids crying and them having to like feed their kids and chop up the sausages and things like that. If that's all of the people that you're hanging around with, go out there, girl, and find some new friends. If you are in Perth, Join the Fertility Warriors support and chat group. Go to the chats tab where I've created a Perth group um, so we can catch up together and we can talk about fun things like injections and medications and that might seem like a really sad thing but can I guarantee you it's all right there's always so much laughing when you talk with other fertility warriors because you get it and you get all the funny stuff that goes along with infertility as well and all of the embarrassing stories and funny things that have happened but you don't just need to catch up with people within your infertility community You can take up new hobbies and meet people that way. You can start going to like a yin yoga class and pluck up the courage, you know, like you were in school. Hi, my name's Robin. Feel like grabbing a coffee after our session next week and just meet some new people. Go out with some of your work colleagues. Find out a little bit more about your neighbours and things like that. There's so many ways that you can meet new people. I really encourage you to get out there and do that even though I know it's scary but you know when we get out of our comfort zone that's when we grow that's when we change that's when really good magic things can happen so I really encourage you to get out there and find some damn new friends okay so let's just do a little bit of a recap so when everybody else around you is falling pregnant it's not so much about them as about you and you can control so much of this you can control how you tell them to act you can control what other things are going on in your life that will influence how you cope with other people falling pregnant but just to recap number one recognize that we all have seasons drama trauma in our lives everybody has it this is yours everybody else will have their own dramas and things like that in their life number two tell them that you still want to be invited to things even if you might find it really hard and not be able to. Number three, ask for advance notice by DM or message if someone is going to be making an announcement at any point. Number four, feel okay with distancing yourself from your friends and trust that friendships that are meant to be there will bounce back like a boomerang. Number five, Show your support by, you know, trying to be happy and doing things that will make that person feel supported. I guarantee it will come back to you in terms of karma tenfold. And my number one recommendation is food. Bring, make, buy food or coffee. Number six, nobody can wait forever for you, so don't expect them to. Number seven, go out and reclaim your life. And number eight, go out and find some new friends. What did you think of that guys? Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you get notifications of our episodes every week. Thank you so much for chatting with me. If you would like to continue the conversation, drop into my DMs or comment on one of my Instagram posts. You can find me at Robin Birkin. Thanks so much for listening and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to the Fertility Warriors podcast with me, your host, Robin Birkin. If you would like more tools, resources, and courses to help you survive your journey, please head to robinbirkin.com. And if you like this podcast, please share it with others. I look forward to catching you at the next episode.